It takes money. I just think it's slightly weird that you've married your grandpa to Drake. I'd like to feel like an international man of mystery. Well, you're Don't not. You? Too bad. <laughs> Anyone need some extra sperm? I'm right here. Like, no. Ben, stop trying to show off your giant balls. Open that window. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. Who would win in a fight? Godzilla? Mm. Or a tube of toothpaste? Toothpaste, I reckon. That's what everyone says, yeah. Yeah? It's, I mean, I don't see it. Counterintuitive. I mean, Godzilla seemingly could just step and crush and destroy, use his fire breath. To destroy the toothpaste? Yeah, I don't see Wouldn't how. the toothpaste take away his fire breath? <laughs> that's what toothpaste advertisements have led me to believe. Oh, that's so, what I was overlooking. Yeah, I was going to like, if you threw it, it's kind of like, I was going to ask you if you play video games, which Once seems play. outrageous. Mm, mm. You know how like there's a lot of video games where the boss battle is not just brute force or shooting skill there has there's kind of a trick yeah there's like a puzzle you have to like damage him in a certain way to right or it's like you have to remove spot. this scale to like shoot him in his weak spot mm. i feel like godzilla's weak spot is you have to like aim the toothpaste into <laughs> his mouth and like like this is i mean why you and i aren't in advertising anymore slash ever or game development it seems right this is a great ad for listerine godzilla is destroying the nation mm-hmm. right and uh, then, like, everyone's trying to shoot him down. He's got no weak spots. They're just all bouncing off him. He's got his fire breath. And then, um, oh, no, it'd be a Mentos, wouldn't it? This is very Mentos. I was thinking Colgate, but we can go. Okay. I, I do like the Mentos just because there's more of, like... Precedent? I, no, I feel like uh. there could be more of a trajectory on a single Mentos than, like, a squirt of toothpaste. Oh, right. No, I was just thinking it was more precedent for Mentos to be kind of out there. You know, they've got that Mentos feeling kind of... Vice. Whereas okay. Colgate, like Colgate doesn't strike me as an, a funny company. Sure. You don't see But Jude. Mentos is hilarious, <laughs> especially when you put it with Diet Coke. <laughs> Crazy. <Right? laughs> We've all been in high school, Ben. So it could be either then like one plucky young sergeant as everyone is like running scared. Away from the Godzilla. Right. And they're like, what are we going to do? It's like, it's got to be the NYPD because it always is. Well, I, I was thinking um, like it's, it's Godzilla. It's probably Tokyo that he's destroying. Nah, he's done with Tokyo. Okay. He's moved this, to America. This is the uh, 1997 Godzilla. Yeah. Well, no, I was just more thinking he's now destroyed Tokyo and America's next he's in He's gone international. Size. Well, what's he going to do? Just walk around and destroy Tokyo? Like, well, that was fun. I mean, they rebuild every <laughs> I miss few all the years victims. and then he comes back and destroys uh, it again and they're like, oh, we should have seen this coming. But <laughs> I guess it's Godzilla. What can you do? <laughs> Tokyo is not SimCity, Ben. <laughs> I beg to differ. Oh, right. So then a plucky young sergeant, as everyone else is like running scared and they're like having like SWAT team meetings, they're like, what are we going to do? He's like, out of the way. And he gets a tube of Listerine on the ground slash Colgate, steps on it, aims it perfectly into Godzilla's mouth and it like calms his gingivitis and he no longer um, shoots flames from his mouth and he's like, hmm, hmm. And And then he's like happy and he can't shoot fire and they can like grab him. So he's like happy Godzilla, do they? Yeah take advantage of that to kill him or does he no. just recede into the ocean then he's until like, his uh, breath gets bad again? Yeah, he's got gingivitis and he can't eat ocean animals. And so, so now he can go like swallow up some whales. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. That's like, why he's like chewing on buildings, trying to like fix his tooth pain. But also he can't <laughs> breathe fire anymore. So then he can just recede into the ocean. So now. The, the city is like essentially Godzilla's scratching post. Yes. <laughs> right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, more like he's like, you know how you see babies when they're teething. They like chew yeah, you on. You need like a little chew ring. Yeah, that's right. The city of Tokyo is Godzilla's chew ring. And then he recedes into the ocean and the city's saved. And everyone's like 
clapping this nice young sergeant on the back and he smiles and he's got really white teeth. And then he turns and he to holds the camera up his and he's of just like of the fresh maker. Yes! <laughs> right? It's quite the uh, lengthy commercial, but I can see it happening. Ah, oh, is it? Who wouldn't enjoy that though? I mean, I'm, I'm already buying some Mentos right now. <laughs> right? Online. <laughs> yeah, yeah so- we'll get an Uber Eats to us before the show is over. <laughs> For some reason that just grosses me out. <laughs> What's up everybody? This is Ben. <laughs> This is Vicky. And this is a very organised episode of Insane yeah. Ramblings for you, episode 147. So I'm sure you've all noticed I've been phoning it in for maybe the last 50 episodes. 50? <laughs> More than that, please. But we um, finally got our shit together. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I wanted it to be very disorganised because I was driving over. Ben had yet to leave the house. It was 2pm. And I had to call him because I'm like, look, I'm going back home. I actually can't stand the heat. I'm going to go pick up my bathers because we're going to have to have a swim or something. And Ben was like, not pleased. Some would say incredulous. Really? I wasn't wasn't angry because you said I left my house and then I decided halfway to turn back and go get my... Yeah, because I was a crisp man. Like if I was a match, I would have been lit on fire. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I felt like I was getting cooked in the car like... A hot boxed chicken. So I was like, I can't take this. I'm going back to get my bathers. And then you left the house. Opinions? It's warm out there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's a very vindicated episode, in my opinion. I think we've had that before a few times. Well, long term listeners will know that the uh, podcast studio, aka Ben's bedroom. Oh my gosh, it's sweltering. It gets hot. So. But also, I want to put my bathers on because they're more absorbent than normal underpants. <laughs> so, like, my sweat will not drip sure, onto the ground. No. So, you should have told me that was your game plan from the <laughs> beginning. I would have been like, I'll do the same. Like, you know in Monty Python where he's doing the news from the ocean? I sure don't, but... Continue. Oh, really? You I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big Monty Python guy. I'll show you a picture and you can put it in the I gallery. Mean, I feel like I can picture it. It's a guy behind a desk at the beach. How am I doing so far? He's in the ocean, though. Okay. At the beach, in the water, then. Yeah. Um... Well, no, that's the important part because that's how I feel this podcast is going to end up if we are in this room. Just the water will be our sweat. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, yeah, that was my fear. So I was like, well, I've got to do something. <laughs> well, uh, we're like, what, three minutes in and already there's a, several beads of sweat like dripping down my uh, oh, yeah. forehead. So Oof. I'm glad this one isn't a video episode. No, <laughs> indeed. We'll go for a post podcast swim. But until yeah. then, I feel like we're actually more organized than. Most. Yeah, I mean, I've got notes. We've got a few topics nailed down. Like sometimes we sit in front of the mics and we're like, well, I, d- I really don't know where this is going to go. You might be surprised by that I know. listening to the high caliber. You're like, obviously these this, segments are, rel- are they planned well and, planned. Yeah, studied for months to think of the perfect jokes. But, yeah, uh, not unbelievably. Yeah, unbelievably that was off the top of the dome. No, right? Until today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, we, were... we say this. And yet, mm. maybe people will listen to this episode and they'll be like, oh, they lost oh. the old magic. Yeah, was, <laughs> it feels so scripted. It's so funny that I've had the exact same thought. I was like, have we gone too far yeah. <laughs> into planning it ahead? Yeah. It's, maybe the dome is where we, the magic happened. Well, uh, I guess we'll find out. So. so I've got a question for you, actually, leading into um, something we said we would talk about. So you have had a few things happening this week. You had your work Christmas party. Um <laughs> I'm just really curious to hear the rest of this list. What, what? else did I have happening um, this week? You went to see Disaster Artist. Mm, that was last week. Oh, I was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you did an escape room? That was, again, last week <laughs> with you. But okay. Sure. Um, well, what have you had on, Ben? I mean, I feel like it was just the Christmas party. Right. That was the, that was the big thing. I saw Star Wars, if yeah, you there want you to go. throw that That's in the mix. Two, two big things. Anyway, so when you ask someone, how have you been... 
How much detail do you expect? Almost none. It's really? Like, well, I guess it depends on the... Seriously? It depends on the circumstances. I'm surprised. Because I... It's a terrible question. Oh, okay. Get wrecked me. No one knows how to answer <laughs> is the problem. Okay. Because like, I expected detail. This morning I went to my local cafe bar thing. Yeah. And her, the, the girl that owns it is usually working there and her boyfriend will often be there on the weekends having breakfast and like catching up with her while she's working. And so I saw him and I was like, oh, how have you been? And he's like, yeah, pretty good. And I was like, be that's, more vague. No, that's that's the response you were really? going to get 95% of the Really? Time. I was like, be more vague. I feel like I was there. What what you're really asking is, What have hey, you been up to? Tell me an interesting anecdote about your life since I last saw you. Yeah. That's the question. Or just update me. Where have you been? What's been but, happening? But when you do that, people start to panic. That they might not have anything. He had a great something. Though. But, but He was sitting on a fucking gold mine, gave me nothing. Well, that, this is the thing. If I came by and I was like, oh, you know brother, can you spare a dime? And you're like, eh. And you were sitting on a literal gold mine. I'd feel annoyed. And I feel like that's what happened this morning because he had a great story. But this happens so frequently. Well, I don't want to have to mine the vein to get to this great story. Well, the How question is, like, in? you have to know the right question to ask. And obviously you don't. No. Like, how can you? If it's like, so you do ask like, hey, what's up or how are you going, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, not too bad. And so I sarcastically was like, whoa, whoa, buddy, give less detail. And then the the vein opened up. Yeah, you shamed him into an interesting story. Oh, but what a story. So they had a runner-up of Eurovision sing at their Christmas party. It's pretty good. Right? And it was like catered by like craft beer companies that work with his business. And so he was just telling me about like how great she was and like how, again, this is a great part of the story that I feel is so relatable. I was like, oh, who ended up? going oh, I was like what's your company like culture kind of like he's like you know there's good people and bad people and he was like all the good people came none of the bad people went and I was like that is top-notch Christmas party intel and top-notch like that's Christmas parties at their finest well, and good intel to know afterwards that tells me how much of a good time you had I'm curious maybe the so-called bad people had their own thing going on maybe good like it's not necessarily you know good versus evil no, but it's, it's just, just like people I like versus two, people I don't right, like. Right, there's two groups. Yeah. And neither group wanted to socialise with each other. Yeah, good. I reckon maybe you should offer four Christmas party like <laughs> venues and people will sort of self-select just to be with their for, friends. Hey, in case of uh, a very clicky office, yeah, you can all just go to your own corner. Well, no, just like you say, look, we've got four ideas. You can all choose one and people will sort of naturally click away. I don't know what kind of office uh, expenditure <laughs> you think that the Christmas budget has for most you know, right. companies, but... I feel like one is usually pushing it for a lot of places. <laughs> like maybe at Google, they can afford to hire out like <laughs> four venues. The, well, they could be four small venues. It's like we got mini golf and we got jumping cars. So yeah, like pick one. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not a terrible idea, but if you're trying to bring people together over Christmas, yeah, it's kind of doing the opposite. We're just reinforcing the boundaries. No, aren't we? good because I feel like you don't bring people together over Christmas. You bring them nearer to me, and I realize that I don't have anything in common with them. Well, that yeah, that's a lot of the time. <laughs> like, fr- familiarity did not breed, <laughs> you know, f- friendship. It bred the fa- It opened the chasm. But because parties- before I sensed a chasm yeah. and now attempting to meet in the middle, I realised that even over Christmas in a, like, nice environment, we have n- nothing to talk about. 
So you've widened the chasm by bringing <laughs> us together. But yeah, what you're forgetting, Vicky, yeah. is you're not forced into socialising with these people. You can still go to the same party and just talk to the people that you want to talk to. Ah, yeah, I forgot that's how socialising works. Anyway, I just felt that despite, like, I think that is a good way to explain whether or not you had a good time at the Christmas party. Oh, no, I'm, I'm with you. Just good descriptor. So that's what he was sitting on. He was sitting on the gold mine that he had a runner-up of Eurovision do a concert at his Christmas party. Yeah, but when you ask someone, how are you doing? Or how have you been lately, you I think been? I said. Like, it's all the same. You kind of... I don't like what's up. We've so, talked about that. Yeah, so often you just put on the spot and you're like, oh shit, now I've got to think what of something up? like really good. Yeah. And so a lot of people, I, I can't confirm this, but my, this is my hypothesis. They'll throw it out there first. So then they're not the one who has to come up with the witty story. Oh, right. They're like, whoa, whoa. the so story like, responsibility is on you. If this conversation sucks, it's because you're not yeah, very interested. So I already made the effort. I'm breaking this silence. Whether it was an uncomfortable silence or not. It's, you know, <laughs> well, there was no silence. I just walked in. I'm thinking like a lot of the time I get asked this question in the break room at work. Right. What have you so been up to lately? Or? I'll just be filling up like my water bottle. And I'm in there, I'm in and out within like 30 seconds. Right. But then, you know, sometimes there'll be one other person and it's like, I don't know, could be someone from a completely different department. You've seen them once. Like, oh, what's news? And then I'm like, well, first of all, we've never talked. I've got no (laughs) frame of reference for like who you are or what you're into. But also in terms of what's news to you, like I could pull out anything. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, like I went to the zoo in uni. And the day I went was the day a red panda escaped. <laughs> like, they don't know that. I've never spoken to well, I mean, you. And it's a banger of a story. Just wanting to make up lies is always good. It's like that, Oh, really? It, no, well, that I mean, really happened. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did that get to the red panda? I don't know. Mm. The whole zoo was like under lockdown because the red panda was like running around. It was crazy. Oh, like it escaped within the confines of the zoo. Yeah, it didn't escape the actual zoo. It was like running around on the fences of the exterior of the zoo. But I think it also was like... This, I wouldn't survive out of here. Like, I want to go for a bit of... It's like, you know, the prison inmates having a riot. They don't necessarily want to be out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's like, I know I'm institutionalised because it was just running around on the exterior <laughs> fences and, like, climbing trees and stuff. So, it's, he's like, I just want to have a fun time in the zoo. Like, these are trees in the zoo I haven't climbed before. I don't want to be out of the zoo because I know I would not no, survive I'd, out there. <laughs> they say it's a jungle out there. It's the opposite. It's, it's not a jungle out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's a jungle in here. Yeah. Out there, suburbia. It's not as much my thing. Right. Yeah, I'd be a glorified raccoon. At that point, I'm like, you know, bin searching. <laughs> so were you like allowed to roam free or did they put everyone else on lockdown while they chased down we this panda? We could roam free, but they were like, just be aware, don't approach They didn't a try to squeeze panda. the rest of the visitors into the panda cage while he had run of the place. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. They're <laughs> like, everyone get in the panda cage, then he'll see that it's the funnest place to be. Yeah, yeah. It looked back. like they're having a really good time. <laughs> yeah, start, start climbing the trees and eating the bamboo shoots. He's going to be like, oh, the grass was not greener. Yeah, what, I'm, what have I done? <laughs> I left my own home for five Five minutes and suddenly everyone wants it. <laughs> Should have known. No, you. We weren't allowed to leave, but we could roam around inside. So they shut all the gates and everything, so you couldn't get out. Yeah, no one gets in or out until this panda. Yeah, is caught. exactly. And so that was your go-to anecdote for. No, a while. it wasn't. It just was like when you said, "What's news?" And I was like, "If I've never met you before, that was." That's just, just one thing that, that I did. Yeah. There's, like, there's been many things that yeah, I've done. Right? I've got 147 podcasts if like, you want to find out just some of the news. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> Listen to that and get back to me. So no, that was never a go-to story, nor is it like that great a story. It's kind of interesting. I'm but just surprised just, I haven't heard it before. Yeah, it just popped up when you said, what's news? And I was like, well, if I've got my whole life to select from, that was noteworthy. It was on the actual news. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to say 07, 08? Sure. Maybe the 06, or that sort of era, but early yeah, 2000s? No, I always have like that same problem when it's people that I'm out of, like, you know, it'll be like family friend or something right. that I haven't seen since childhood. Mm. And then you're like, well, I don't know, I can a drive lot. now yeah. <laughs> i had multiple girlfriends that are you know at the time they were a big deal now inconsequential <laughs> like let do i fill you, you in on all these <laughs> let me tell you all the places i've driven yeah <laughs> right i've got this episode strangely again i wasn't even intending to tell that zoo story but now it's going to be zoo heavy <laughs> i'm going in a different direction so we're going with work christmas parties but now you turn what's the funnest event or that's you've ever been to that sticks in your mind? Because I've got one and it's I like zoo. that our segues have become so bad. We're just saying, you turn. <laughs> well, because I was headed towards Christmas party. And then I was like, actually. I'm going to just steamroll right over yeah, this. Yeah, we'll get back to Christmas. Sorry, I, I kind of like got too excited. What's the question? Uh, <laughs> what's, um, what's the best slash most... Me- like, Tell me your story. Yeah, and right? I'll try and- yeah. Uh, so 2012-2013 era. Okay. There was this event at the zoo and like I still think about how, how great often it was. How do you go to the zoo? Because <laughs> it seems like a lot. <laughs> well, again, the other one was like say 06 But every time 09. you do go, it's a very eventful day. I was just realising Why that. don't you just go to the zoo more often? Because it sounds like you'll get up to an adventure. I think I've been there four times outside of childhood, which I just don't recall. Mm-hmm. And probably three of the four are pretty noteworthy. You go to like the most rundown zoo, <laughs> just shits escaping every two minutes. <laughs> must no this was awesome so the zoo was closed technically it was a night event you could only go as part of this event right so it actually wasn't great for socializing because you got a like an ipod thing and you put it in your headphones and it would um it was like kind of telling you a story while it was directing you to look at different animals so the thing like a guided tour at a museum type situation kind of but so much better so, like, it was kind of ha- had, like, a philosophical, like, emotional kind of theme that you kind of think through stuff. So, my friends went on, like, the, what was called the Penguin Tour, and theirs was all about confronting fears and the unknown. And mine was about feeling wonder and there's so much space out there. Like, there was one bit where it was, like, you know, stand in this little treed area and look up at the sky and look at all the stars and imagine that we, like, you were near the, the apes and it was, like, imagine that from all the planets out of here your consciousness has evolved on this one planet from apes to human beings so like that's not the exact obviously transcript it was much more well worded but it was essentially leading you on like a journey to think about stuff while in the zoo looking at animals and the stuff they had around it was so cool and what they just don't do it anymore no it was just like a random once off that went for that summer and it was so good like the other one there like it has music and it tells you where to walk and you know, it's telling you stories, interesting anecdotes about people who researched the monkeys and live with them and stuff like that. And then you'd go to the giraffes and it would like it all sort of was meant to be around a theme. So mine was more about like wonder and amazement at nature. So it would tell you all this, not even amazing facts about giraffes, but just like 
crazy anecdotes related to them or anyway. And the other one was they went through like all the deep underwater animals and it was talking about like fear and that we don't know what's in the ocean and like seeing these kind of crazy animals, they're so different to what's on land and, you know, we still don't know what is beneath the ocean and that is kind of like in your life, you don't know what's coming up and drawing those kind of parallels. Yeah. It was so cool. Like it's just such a great. Sounds cool. Right? If only I could go. <laughs> like does it sound cool in the description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It's the best event I've ever gone to. And, like, sometimes I'm, like, sitting around. I'm like, oh, I'm not up to much tonight. Do you know what I wish I was up to? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's at night. Do you actually get to see the animals? Or is it kind of just everyone's, just like, hibernating and stuff? Oh, uh, like, you can. Like, the way that they're set up, you can see the animals. But it was just a really cool experience because... Some of the animals are nocturnal anyway, so you see some of the animals that are just you can't see during the day or like the tigers are sort of roaming around and doing stuff and the underwater animals are kind of doing stuff when during the day, you know, they're a bit more hard to see. And yeah. So, yeah, you did. It was awesome as well. Yeah. No, there's not too many things like that, like that you'd like to revisit. Yeah. Like it was so cool. Like it was like, look at the stars. They're made of carbon, which is like the same stuff that makes you up. Like spend, you know, a few minutes just considering those ideas. It's like... I don't necessarily do that in everyday life. Yeah. There is like a concert like that I wouldn't mind going back yeah? to. When uh, Nas came to town a few <laughs> years ago. I feel like yours, like my story was so philosophical and beautiful. And you're like, I'd really like to go to Nas. No, it's not. It's not because I just loved his performance. Right. But what happened was beforehand, there was a support act. Right. And I just like ignored it because it's like just someone that I'd never heard of. Sure. It was... Uh, DJ, oh no, sorry, MC Dusk was the act. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. I'll just go for Nas. Right. And then I like found out like a few months later, it, MC Dusk is Abby Cornish, the like oh, Australian actress. That would have been so cool. It's her hip hop name. <laughs> and she was performing like a full, I think like half an hour wow. set. Wow. And she's got a couple of tracks out right. um, on the internet that were produced by the guy who did the hilltop hoods right. stuff which yeah. is like you know one of australia's biggest hip-hop acts mm-hmm. and they're really cool they're like it's only oh, the tracks two, are good yeah they're only two songs but i really like i've listened to them both a lot of times wow and that was i don't know like three years ago i'm guessing mm. she hasn't put out anything since then yeah like i know she performed more songs that night right like what the hell was that show? <laughs> She's not touring. She's, right. you know, got an acting career. Yeah. But, so you but, missed out on this like amazing once in a lifetime experience you wish you could go to. Well, it's not just I missed out. I had tickets and I didn't go. Right. And so you like, chose not to see Avi Cornish in concert. Yeah. If I had just got there like <laughs> another 40 minutes early, I would have seen whatever the hell this was going to be. <laughs> and it's not like people. like Right. It could have been the greatest show in the world. Probably was. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's not known in the hip-hop community. Like, obviously, she was big enough to open for Nas, but I think that's just because of her name recognition. Right. Well, that's it, because of the actress side of things. And so, yeah, I just was watching a video of behind the scenes of this performance. Right. And she, like, walks past the Forum Theatre where he was performing. I'm like, crazy. That's I wish I had have gone. It was in my backyard. Wow. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I did did go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little too late. Oh, damn it. And so it was just one of those things that... If she ever tours, I guess I have to go now just because I'll be forever wondering. (laughs) If you miss the greatest show ever. Right. But it's not like you go on YouTube, no one filmed it. Like people film every single concert. (laughs) Like how is this not out there? But no one one goes for the support act. It's like you could have 
U2 opening for the Rolling Stones and people would still show up like <laughs> right in time for the Rolling Stones. Well, so. yeah, again, the story that you refused to believe of mine that I think we've actually brought up on the podcast before is that I saw Kanye West open for U2. Like, oh, what yeah. a night. No, we had, we had like an argument on the prop shows all about that because we were trying to work out if it was like Jay-Z or Kanye opening it was for U2. definitely Kanye. Well, it turns out it was both. Oh. It was just two different tours. Yes. Okay. I didn't see Jay-Z. I saw Kanye open for you two. Like, oh, it was very well established. Don't worry. No. So we won't get into the argument again, but like, what a night. Yeah, it's a pretty good lineup. And again, people showed up late. Like, yeah, of course. Because Kanye wasn't Kanye at that stage. But looking back, I was like, that was essentially like of our time. Like, I don't even know. Like Elvis opening for the Beatles. Yeah, the best... You know what I mean? Like, of our time, they're two of the biggest bands of the last of course, 30 yeah. years, right? Would well, you say? Well, like, I guess even, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce did that tour together. Right. But that was, like, them together. Mm. This is, like, Kanye opening for... It's crazy. Like, that was around the Gold Digger era. So I essentially saw him perform the whole... What would that be? Graduation? Yeah, I think so. Which is such... Probably my favourite Kanye. It's a good album. Yeah, it's great. Um, my My best opening act that i've ever seen was uh i saw tenacious d open for foo fighters that's pretty cool that was pretty good yeah, yeah. but yeah rarely does it happen it's usually like i've seen wolf mother open for like everyone oh it seems yeah like right they're the openers if, it seems like if you're gonna have a they should rename come... themselves usher <laughs> <laughs> ushers yeah <laughs> ushers but, taken but like <laughs> and they're, they're like probably australia's biggest rock band at least still performing like right. we don't, there's not a lot of rock acts in, in the mainstream no. at the moment and so i guess it's just like oh whoever's in town will just get wolf mother and they're always really good <laughs> but it's just like this the theater or the, you know the stadium or whatever is like a third full maybe like less than yeah. that it's yeah. just like you didn't want to come see these guys still, <laughs> they, i know they don't have like a top 20 kid at the moment but they're still fucking awesome i would have said the same for kanye opening for you too at that stage i would say yeah probably a third full yeah. for kanye west and so that's the thing like i like imagine though looking back now if you're like i went to see you too and missed kanye yeah no of course like, that's <laughs> why i feel like now i have to go to every support act right because like i went to see eminem and he had like a, almost his own festival didn't he have Gambino open for him at some stage? No, not Gambino, oh. but he had Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Kendrick Lamar, that's right. Which I, I did see his set, but it was like, you know, at the time he only had like one album out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, that was the same with Kanye. Yeah, it was Kendrick. I was thinking it was Gambino, but it was Kendrick. But before that, he had Jake Cole, which is like now he's like another huge rapper. Sure. Right. And I kind of like listened to Jake Cole from the bar when wow. I was like getting a few pre-drinks Jeez. but like now I'm like oh like I you couldn't would go and see him on his own yeah he's touring here this month and I couldn't get tickets yeah it's crazy so it's like well I wish I had paid attention when right. he was here the first time and so uh now I feel like it's kind of my obligation to go to every support act <laughs> to be like this you know, might be my chance we'll to see someone amazing yeah like some of them are gonna suck but then also sometimes you get the Kanye's you get the MC Dusks right you get your the thing I don't like about the support act is the weight between the support and... I think the, that's why most people miss it. Yeah. So there's 40 minutes between Kanye and you two. Yeah, that's too long. Yeah. Like, let's get that down to 15. Or 10. Yeah, just... <laughs> you need time to go to the bathroom. I get that. No, nah, you I want don't. You want people to, like... Well, they want to also, like, sell some drinks and shit. I don't want those either. I mean, I'm with you, but I understand that... 
like to, for the tour to exist, nah. that's like almost a necessity. Because nah. my thing is, we I went with Caitlin, a friend of ours. So we were basically stage side, like touching distance to Bono. Because the stage, again, much like Drake had recently kind of jutted out into the crowd. Mm-hmm. So I think we ended up like touching him when he sort of does his reach down to the crowd thing. No way am I going out of the stadium post Kanye. Oh, like because you're going to lose your spot. Exactly. Yeah, but that's that's for the people who are... General admin. Like if you got there like three hours before it opened, <laughs> you're already in for the long run. But we can't cater the whole show to the people who are showing up yes, like to get to the front of the barrier. To see Kanye? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Even at that stage, he was slightly mental. It was great. But let's, let's say like 40 minutes is too much right. for sure. I say, yeah, like half an hour is normal. Let's just halve that. <laughs> you still got time to sell your you know, drinks. drinks and overpriced uh, you know, snack foods. Mm-hmm. You still got time to make it to the bathroom and back without missing any of the show. Yeah. And you don't have to have that whole like, let's uh, just get this show in the row. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Ooh, all righty. Yeah, you look, I, they think, I think they think it builds enthusiasm. For me, it makes me leak enthusiasm. I'm starting to hate you. Right. Like, yeah. you know, if I was to show up to a date 45 minutes late, I wouldn't be like... Well, obviously, uh, I've built the, the excitement to see me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I've been leaking enthusiasm yeah, this whole time. That's right. I am like a radioactive isotope and my radiation <laughs> is leaking out of me. Um, anyway, speaking of events, uh, work Christmas party for you this week, as we alluded to earlier. Alluded? I feel like we outright said it. <laughs> yeah, I alluded to it by just saying that's what sure, we were. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we had the party on Friday. Um it's you know the final week of work this week. So oh, nice. We've uh, you know. Sadly, hospitals don't shut down. I mean, many people are behind that decision. I, for one, am not. No, because I work can, there. Well, <laughs> we should just all agree not to get sick and mm. you know over the new year. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. I'm like everybody else gets time off. They're probably not going to get sick. They're not under stress. I uh, I did get chicken pox when I was I think in prep for yeah, Christmas it's not Day though. though. No, I didn't go to the hospital. No. I just got some, you know, calamine lotion or whatever it is. <laughs> At least wait till the 27th, I reckon. Sure. Yeah, no, we had the party. and I'm joking, by the way. I don't want to lose my job. We didn't... <laughs> We didn't segregate between the uh, good and the evil people at the party, but <laughs> okay. I mean, I made do. So you I had do... both Thor and Loki at the one party, right? Is the, what you're suggesting? They just glared at each other from across the dance floor. Well, I love but that we made we made it work. You're saying my idea is outrageous, where you want Thor and Loki in the same party, essentially. I mean, I, if you, if Loki? that's my option, sure. That sounds like <laughs> shit's about to go down at any minute. I'm, like a lot of this party, as you mm. say, it's like it's awkward. Yeah, it's people that I don't have a whole lot of uh, small talk right. for. So I got, I do have to thank you. The, You're welcome. Well, maybe you should wait till you find out what I'm thanking oh, you for. Oh, shit. Did I give you a good anecdote? No, so red panda you've given me an awesome icebreaker. Oh, what is it? When we were in Japan, we yeah. went to this bar and we played Jenga until yeah. like 2 a.m. Right. And so it was like, you know, drinking game. Yes. So if you tip over the tower, you have to do a shot. Yes. And then you buy the next round. Right. And like I, I don't even remember that. Well Is that how it worked that night? Yeah. Nice. Like, that was, was that my farewell party? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And I played that like at so many events <laughs> since then. Like I, I got home. The gift that keeps on it, giving. It really is. I got home and I bought a Jenga set. Are you serious? And I took it to the Christmas party on Friday and Did it fucking you? went down a treat. Yeah, everyone all, loved it? All you have to do is just like you put the shot down on the table and stack Jenga next up yeah. and people flock. <laughs> so you were the party guy. 
You were like Ben Ben the party man. I mean, I didn't even do that at parties. There was like and a- that was my idea that night, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, I think they had one of those like novelty sets there that was like, you know, the already like the big Jenga. Right, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I can't remember if it was you or whoever, uh, one of the Japanese kids that we were with, but it was, uh, yeah, we played it together. <laughs> and I wouldn't have discovered that drinking game yeah. had it not been for you dragging me to this bar. So. Uh, you can take credit for sure. You're welcome. And so, yeah, for like at least an hour, an hour and a half, we were playing Jenga and doing shots. And it's so intense. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how to express this if you haven't been in the situation. Because, first of all, the shot's not just the shot. It's the expense of buying the next round. Right. And these were like pretty expensive. <laughs> so you see that like stacked start to topple. And you're like, oh, there goes $80. Oh, maybe not $80, but at least another 10 you have to buy the next round. No, just like another shot. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not, not buying drinks for every person. Right, right, right. No. Okay, you have to buy the next yeah, shot. Yeah, no, the, the office was paying for like beer and stuff. Okay. But spirits was not on the menu. Oh, so right. That's, that's where it yeah, factors in. And so it wasn't Hennessy's $80 shot. It was not. <laughs> but I don't even know how much Hennessy's Grey goose or yeah. something. <laughs> no, I think at one point someone splashed out and got like an $18 shot. And we like, hey, big spender. It still tasted much like the regular mm. shots that we were doing. But say there's like six, seven of us all in the game at once. Yeah. You see the stacks about to topple. You pass like a really hard round mm-hmm. and you make it through. And you're like, oh, it's not coming back to me. For a while. Yeah. And then it does. And then it gets like, I don't know, two, three people away like, from you. And you're like, possible? yeah, like, it was about to fall over like <laughs> five minutes ago. Like, I nearly did it last time. Like, how are you guys hanging yeah. on? It's almost like a relief when it falls. Because you're like, all right, <laughs> oh, now I can breathe again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I've taken this to like the last few office Christmas parties. Oh, I'm parties. so excited. So the, you're known as like Ben Ben the Party Man. I mean, I don't know if that's the chant that they were <laughs> saying, but it was definitely internally going ben, on. Ben the party. No, I just love that, like, assumedly, if you've taken it to the last few Christmas parties, aren't you kind of the cool guy with the fun party gang? The, before the Christmas party this year, there were people going, hey, did you, you bring Jenga? Yeah. Really? And I was like, you know I'm bringing Jenga. Really? This is a new tradition that we've got going on. Oh, my on. gosh. So they love Jenga. Everyone loves Jenga, Vicky. It is a fun game. It's, it's apparently the best game <laughs> So there was So that. everyone was looking forward to shots Jenga. Well, it's also because so often you go to this party and there's nothing to do. Like you that, can stand yeah. around and you can just talk. talk. But this is like a way to ease into that. Without so you feel that everybody else, not only it's just a fun game, they're like you have essentially bought what my family's version of cr- cricket on the TV on Christmas Day. Yes. <laughs> but like the difference is It's also fun. Yeah. A lot of people don't Just give a shit like, about cricket. No. A lot of people do fucking love Jenga. That's so true. See our family, our family version of Jenga is watching the cricket. I feel like that's yeah, the Boxing Day test is only there to Oh my get god. Get through some awkward Christmas right? lunches. Like I tip my hat to you, Ashes, for your good thoughts on having the Boxing Day test. It's there so fathers and sons have a reason to spend time together once a year and mm-hmm. go to it or to put on during awkward family Christmases. And they conveniently make it go for 16 hours. It's so, so great. it's never <laughs> an opportunity where you can't say, let's not put on cricket. No. Our family Christmas is actually shifted to Boxing Day. Yeah, smart. Take advantage of it. I know. <laughs> oh, 
no, hats off. It's the it's Australia's Jenga. Here's how much people <laughs> are trying to get out of company Christmas parties. Right. My mate, I was asking him about he his... He died. His, yeah, he's dead now because his Christmas party is coming up on Friday. No, he... Uh, he is going to his office Christmas party this Friday. Mm-hmm. It's from 10.30am to 1230 It's oh. a two-hour party. <laughs> okay. It reeks of someone going, oh, fuck, no I, have to to, I have to put on a party. Yeah. What's the minimum length that we can get away with? Can you have a half-hour party? Yeah. No, that's, that's a coffee break. Right. <laughs> like, all right, we'll, we'll put two hours on the bar tab. Right. And that way I can say I did it. And but it's like in the morning. That's the other Like thing. what's on the bar tab, coffee? I, my other assumption is that maybe they left it to the last minute and everything <laughs> else is booked. And it's like, well, I guess we've got this two-hour slot on Friday. Yeah. It's like, we'll take it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in the city. Right. They don't work in the city. Ah, so they're getting... They're, surely you get the morning off. Well, I think they're probably going into work for like an hour and then like catching the train in that together or something. Yeah, and so now you've got this whole... Just give them the morning off and say, let's meet there at 10.30. Like, right. what, are you going to work from 9 till 10? It's I guess, weird. Yeah, I, I, it sounded like, like that was the plan. 9 to 9.45 if you're going from the suburbs to the city. Yeah, especially because now... Just say they've got a half an hour train ride ahead of them. Yeah. Like the parties began, but it hasn't really But it began. hasn't, no. And so now you've got this situation where it's like, well, we would like to start with like a drink or so to kind of like... Let's kick this off with a train ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Puffing Billy. No. It's not a steam train. It's just a literal <laughs> suburban train. I think you were there that time, actually. We were all going out to Cherry Bar. I think you were there with us. Okay. This is when we all still lived in the suburbs and we were like, you know, we, very early 20s. I think I know teens. what you're going to say, yeah. Do you, you were there that day? We played Uno the whole way on the train, yeah. which is like an hour long ride to get there. Plus like the wait for the train to come. I think we ended up staying at the bar for an hour. And yeah. we were like, playing it was more Uno. Actually, just more fun playing Uno. No, we we <laughs> set up a Uno game in the bar. Did we? Yeah. I remember that. I was like, I don't know, maybe like a dozen or so of us, and yeah. we were just all huddled around this table, like, draw two, suffer. <laughs> but we were really intense in that game, weren't we? We were into it. Yeah. And then I think we only stayed an hour because we were like, well, we're not making use of we've being already, at Cherry Bar. We've already peaked. Yeah. <laughs> we had three hours of Uno. Yeah. And then we've got another hour train ride ahead. Renee get- had to draw 12 and it's like, we're not going to top that. <laughs> Did she? I, oh, I thought you remembered it. No, I, I don't have a vivid memory. So I think of- we stayed for an hour and we're like, okay, this is two and a half hours of Uno. We've got another hour ahead. So we're going to spend three hours playing Uno. And we went back on the train after being in this bar for like an hour after planning to go there. Yeah. Like, I think the atmosphere was crap. The band, we were not that into. I, I remember there wasn't even that many people there. No. Like, I think we got there early. And so it wasn't like we were playing Uno and it's like... packed bar Yeah, or like something. a club atmosphere no. or something. It was just like, all right, well... Uh, this I guess we're bringing the fun and the fun is Uno. Yeah. Turns <laughs> out we can... Well, Milton Bradley is bringing yeah. the fun. Because <laughs> at that time for some reason which is faded for me and it shouldn't have they were my uno cards i used to carry a deck of uno cards around in my handbag some would say the golden era (laughs) (laughs) how often would you break these out i mean no i don't know not like it never would happen on purpose like the conversation would just turn or peter out you sure or i'd like open my bag and someone would be like oh uno i'm like oh yeah we should just like like I like the uh, notion of you just like, you doing anything tonight? No, no, just the usual. Cool, cool, me too. You know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, petered out and like, here's my icebreaker. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess like yours is Jenga. 
But don't you feel slightly smug about being the one that provided it? Like that was such a fun night and I feel very smug about providing that, you know? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I got I to gotta say like when – because, you know, you do a few rounds – People do the shots and you're like, all right, I'm out. Like, right. But luckily there's enough people there that you can like the, rotate The Jenga in. continues. Exactly. And so I went over to the other side of the party essentially. Right. And I'm like, hey, we're playing Jenga. Some people would be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not for me. But then some people's eyes would like light up like <laughs> they've just been waiting for some form of stimulus. Right. They're like, and, uh, I have nothing to say to anyone here. Yeah. So if there's something, if you've brought the Boxing Day test... <laughs> exactly I'm like I've got Jenga And they're like Oh my god Like I just told them That God existed Or something And it's like Fuck yes To the Uno table yeah. uh, To the Jenga table Both sorry. Either or Yeah it's it, We'll play Uno While we're playing Jenga Well Uno's quite good as well Because there's Killer Uno Which is kind of Like a combination Between Uno and Snap And there's all these weird rules Nah I gotta yeah. stick to the classics It's like I, even Jenga for Like my sister got Jenga stacker or something. Oh, there's like Uno Jenga as well. And it was, yeah, there we go. It's like the ultimate (laughs) game. (laughs) Yeah, no, we got like Jenga stacker for like a Christmas party or something one day. And it's not, it's good. It's like, I think the game, like you've got like a timer. So you've got like a... Also like takes blocks or does something. Well, like, first of all, the stack is smaller. Oh. But then you've got like the game only lasts five minutes or something because each person has to like start and stop a timer oh, okay. and if you like wait too long then it just like explodes but i'm like nah this is they got it right first I'm not time. on the bomb squad relax that's what they were going <laughs> for and it just didn't work no but it's like they nailed it with the classics let's just stick, let's with, just that. stick with that even when uno they redesigned the cards so right there's oh like, yeah they're the worst and yeah. there's like a blank card no one knows how to use it well i didn't even know about the blanks i just mean they changed the design oh and so like the green is like a different shade of green and they tried to like modernize the look a bit. I'm like, no, what is this? Like, this it. is, I don't know. It's just the same, but worse somehow. <laughs> and so that was so the reaction of just people like me that they negative. brought back classic Uno with like the old school cards. They're like, thank you. This is all we asked That's all for. I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they took them away. Well, it's like the new Coke approach. Yeah, right. It's like, well, we got new Coke. It's like, no, fuck that shit. Bring back old Coke. Yeah. And people yeah. love it. <laughs> So how was the Christmas party? Because again, I think you've done a good thing bringing along the Jenga because 90% of the Christmas party is you don't want to be standing awkwardly alone in a corner. Like, and that is a high risk. Yeah, I managed to avoid that for the most part. But I was looking back over like the conversations that I had. Right. And so I was like, oh yeah, I talked about golf for a long time. (laughs) Oh, Ben the golf guy. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you know this about me. I don't really know that much about golf. I mean, I'm not shocked. I, again... Like, if you were like, oh, I'm a golf prodigy, I would be mm. like, you've never mentioned it. <laughs> but it doesn't shock me. That is in the direction of the amount of times you've mentioned golf. No, I played on an actual course once Yeah, when I was in high school and I wasn't a fan. I yeah, you're not missing made much. a lot of divots. <laughs> but yeah, I managed to sustain an hour long conversation about it. Well done. Yeah. Like, because obviously you've hit Christmas party gold again. If you don't have Jenga, if you get involved in a conversation, even if you don't know much about it, if there's two or three of you in it to keep it going for a lengthy part of the party, you're not stuck in a corner talking to right. no one. So that's my goal. It's, it wasn't right. like uh, I'm going to have the world's greatest conversation. Right. You're not like, I, this is great golf, Chad. How could I ever walk away? Right. A lot of the Christmas party conversation is 
I'm just doing my time. Yeah. How do I get through the right? It's <laughs> the essentially four jail. hours or so that we've got to be here for. You're in jail. Like, how do I not make myself a target of awkwardness? Right. While I do my time, I could talk about golf, or I could be in my cell about to be shivved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'll choose the golf I'll chat. The, yeah, exactly. It, indeed. Because uh, for some reason, I don't know why. Because I don't give a shit what people at work think of me. But I don't want to be standing alone in the corner, like nursing a drink at the Christmas party. You just look sad and awkward. Yeah. There was definitely like a few times where the person that I talked to, it's like, oh, I'll get another drink from the bar or I'll get another, like, I'll just go to the bathroom or something. Sure. And I'm like, well, who else can I socialize with? Yeah. So you do the lap of it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no one. <laughs> okay, then. And so... But then There's usually like, even you've it, got a task you can do. Like, why don't I go to the bathroom? Or I'll, oh, I'd already done that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. no it's like I've done, yeah, that's in danger territory because you can only do, sustain that for like five minutes. Yeah. No, there was a period like... Because you can walk around for a while looking like you're looking for something or someone. Yeah, yeah. But that only... Again, you've got five minutes of like high risk zone. Yeah, five minutes feels like an eternity. <laughs> it does. It really does. So if you get an hour of golf chat... You, you've hit paid it. Yeah, no, I've just, it's just to avoid that moment where you're like, all right, who's the next uh, sucker that I can yeah. like, glom onto? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like if someone's telling a story, I attach myself to their group because I'm like, I don't have to put in any effort. Yeah, no, that's a good one. The the other thing that happened recently, like not at, at Brendan's party, the one right. that we mentioned a few uh, yeah. weeks ago, he had his dog's birthday essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, to the dog is obviously the center of attention there. well like i thought i had a perfect opening line with someone right it? i'm a big lana del rey fan as yeah oh yeah you are know. too yeah there was a girl she was cute that like i didn't know but she was wearing a t-shirt that said lasagna del rey right. and it was in the, the lana del rey font yeah. and everything like that i know the exact t-shirt and i'm like hey i've got a conversation right here and so i went over to her i've got like tickets to the concert next year i'm like hey are you going to the show she was just like, what? <laughs> she was like so confused. <laughs> and I'm like, your t-shirt, Lana Del Rey. Like, are you uh, going to the concert? She was like, like, it, first of all, she did the whole like monkey funny thing. Like she didn't even realize she was wearing this oh, shirt. Oh, really? She like, looks down at it and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> she wasn't going. Uh, I'm like, oh, are you like a fan? At least I thought I'd be able to get that much out of her. It's like, hey, like I can hear what she thought of the latest album sure, or something. Sure, or something. And she was like, oh, uh, not really. Like I've listened to a few songs. <laughs> I'm like, why oh, are you wearing a t-shirt? Well then. Like, I just thought you it was funny. Tricked me. Yeah, and then she left. Ah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was a bust. Like, I thought <laughs> I was like, I instantly able to go. Hey, here's I've got some common to ground. Have some chat with. Right. Yeah, it's like a party full of mostly strangers, mm. and I've instantly got like my opening. Like, no, nope, just instantly shut down totally. So yeah, well done, golf chat guy. Yeah, he yeah, saved no, an hour I, of the party. Definitely appreciated. The other thing that happens like this time of year, everyone seemingly just goes crazy around Christmas. What? Like, I was just out. We live near the casino, right? Yeah. There's not like specifically family-friendly casino entertainment. Yes, there is. There's a whole area. What's going on? Galactic Circus. I mean, but that's there all year round. Oh, right. No, it's not as if the casino is suddenly putting on like, there's Santa's roaming the hall, giving out free candy. Right. So what they do have is a few, I guess, like photo opportunity things of like Christmas themed backdrops that you can take your photo in front of. I think they have a Santa at some point, maybe. Well, like I was just there a few hours ago and not a Santa inside. Right. Okay. But lines galore. Really? Just 
But first of all, the place was buzzing. There's just like right. so many people just out and about. All was merry and bright, some would say. Indeed. and But like for these like stupid photo backdrop things, just like dozens of people waiting to get there. Yeah, I saw that taken. in Emporium. It was an awkward sweater one. Okay. Like getting your photo taken with your friends in like crappy family photo outfits. Yeah. Yeah, massive line. Do you get this? Like would you line up for yeah, something? Yeah, I would. Like it's kind of funny. But I, I, get it if you've got, <laughs> I get it if you've got kids. Like... There was I definitely like some kids. An in... Awkward sweater photo with you. How long would you wait in the line for? Hour and a half. You're insane. <laughs> You've got nothing better to do for an hour and a half. You know I don't. You know I like I to think better of you. You know that I don't. <sighs> yeah. I'm not saying you have to like run a mile or like start penning a novel or something, <laughs> but just even. And it's like. <laughs> Like, hang on a minute. Those are two things that you think are worthwhile use of an hour and a half. Yes, you can better yourself <laughs> and society. <laughs> but you, I've written a novel. It's a hell it's- of a lot better than standing in line to get a goofy sweater. <laughs> okay. Well, but I just think it's funny that the two things that come straight to mind that you think someone could do in an hour and a half to better society is write a novel or run a mile. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you're going to get the whole novel done. <laughs> no, right. That really got me. Just make a start on it is all I'm saying. You're but just saying, but I just find it funny that you, to you, writing a novel is a good use of an hour. Sure. Okay. Like you're going to improve your English skills. Maybe at the end, if it's any good, you can bring someone else some joy who might read it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But my point is like, even if you were just like, nah, I'm going to go home and watch TV. That would be more worthwhile. Well, it's like maybe you're going to finish like a hilarious series. Right. Like I've been hanging out for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just I'm going to rather than sitting in line for (laughs) just in the sweltering heat, which we already established Uh, is ever present. It is sweltering. Yeah. And like, I don't know, over the age of like five where you've (laughs) got to be like, all right, these kids are... I need to do something with them. Right. So no matter what I do, They're on if school. it's filling in time, it's Yeah, good. it's a it's a bonus. Yes. Like, those are the only people that should be in line for this thing. But also, I feel... Here we go. Onto my old man rant. Mm. Kids these days are way overstimulated by their parents. <laughs> like, on. I remember going up to my parents when I was, like, young and being like, I'm bored. They're like, you'll think of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to make our own fun. We actually did, though. Like, what would your parents say to you if you were bored? I feel like I don't even really remember asking that question because I knew it wouldn't amount to much. No, exactly. It was always like, well, I don't know, go play with your dolls. I did that for an hour. They're like, well, I don't know, come up with a new game. They're like, write a novel or run a mile. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, for me, I feel like a lot of people are talking about their kids going on school holidays and they're like, how am I going to fill in their time? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got Netflix. What more do you need? (laughs) I'm like... We got iPads, we got PlayStation. Like I spent like, eight hours building like a sheep cubby to fill my time as a kid. Need I remind everyone when uh, early on in this podcast, I think when you were in Japan, you built an entire, like, was it like a dog out of twist ties? <laughs> a horse. A it was horse? in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Again, to pass the time. Yeah. This is the live Vicky leads. She's, <laughs> she's, I mean, again. It's not a novel. It's a piece of art. It's, yeah, it's better than standing in a line for a <laughs> stupid photo, at least, I guess. I was watching a movie at the time. Killing two birds. See, multitasking. Right. Yeah, behind that. Anyway, shall we move on? Please. <laughs> There's an emotion that I need you to assist me Well, when with. it comes to emotions, you've come to the right place. I think I have, because I think you felt this way. 
how do you f- like I was driving the other day I'll just tell the story and a song came on I wouldn't think to listen to it myself like I'm not going looking for it on Spotify mm-hmm. don't even know what song it is off the top of my head I can't remember and that will make it this feeling all the more strong next time okay I was driving and it came on I was like yes I love this song do you know that feeling? I think it's just called nostalgia. Really? No, it was like forgotten banger song. Because I'm not going looking for it. Yeah. But also now that it's come up, I'm like, how great is this song? And I know it'll come up again in like probably 10 years. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we've got a, um, I mentioned the casino. We've yeah. got, there's like a particular hallway at the casino. Oh, what a hallway. You walk through that and it's like a 90% chance you're going to get that emotion. Oh, for, uh, yeah. It's the forgotten banger hallway. Yeah. So like, I don't know who DJs that, <laughs> but it's like a lot of 90s classics. 90s and thous. Yeah, yeah. But the stuff that you probably just wouldn't go out of your way to even remember. Right. But you, every you time, also love it. Yeah. Every oh, time like, this, this song. song. Right. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple karaoke-esque show just in walking up and down the hallway. <laughs> Where I don't know if like I if I had access to Taylor Swift and she could like lip sync whatever song was on in that hallway, right? Like there's a hundred million YouTube hits. Yeah, right. right? Oh, what a like. Can you think of an example of one of the songs off the top of your head? Because I can't, and that even adds to it. I'm like someone because else has to decide yeah, to put it on, and I'm like so this song, right? <laughs> right. But it's like you like you love it in the moment, and then you instantly forget it. Right, and not just the song, but you, the feeling sticks with you. Yeah, you're like, oh, what a song. Yeah, yeah, and I, that's happened to me in the car the other day. So I just wanted to know. You also seem to feel it. Oh no, it's a Forgotten great, it's a great feeling. feeling. But yeah. again, I think ninety percent of what you're talking about is called nostalgia. <laughs> no, it's not though, because it's also just like this is a great song. It's not even like oh yeah, what a good time this song. It's just like I love this song. I wish I thought to listen to it ever and too bad i'm not gonna like take no. note of it and add it to my playlist <laughs> exactly yeah no i know the feeling yeah uh, just hang out in the crown casino hallway for oh. like a while if you want to relive that experience what a hallway though <laughs> yeah just don't go in near christmas because there's way too many people taking photos that's true last week when we were hanging out together yeah i mentioned something in like passing conversation did you that astounded you amazed you yeah that i didn't realize was not common knowledge okay we uh went through the mcdonald's drive-thru we did and i got a six pack of mcnuggets that was a great decision by the way i had something in every hand (laughs) it was so good what did i get i got chips a frozen coke and like what is there at the moment like an oreo ice cream or something yeah there was like a like a coned ice cream or something right yeah, like, the, no, it was, yeah, it had, like, a waffle cone made from Oreos with yeah, Oreos in it. Right. What a night. That was, like, the best fucking night. <laughs> I had such a good time. Can we, before we get on to the topic, can we just discuss what a fun night that was? I mean, we went to an Is that worth room. laugh for other people to listen to? No, just know that we have a <laughs> good thing going on. It was so fun. You, I, I came d- over in the worst mood, I think I recall telling mm. you, right? I mean, that's 100% of the time that you is. come over. This is true. And then we were driving out there, had a killer conversation. You were on fire. We did probably the second best escape room we've ever done, topped only by the same company's other escape room. <laughs> and then I had more snacks than I did hands on the way home. It's not a bad <laughs> position to be in. <laughs> what a day. I was thinking about recently, I can't remember if it was in the previous um, rerun episodes that we've already released or it's like an upcoming one. Yeah. But you asked me what my low point of the day was. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't talk about that ever. And my answer was that I had too much juice that day. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I guess think that's you like felt immediately sick after some of the juice. Was yeah, the like downside. Uh, I didn't explain that on the podcast, no. but my answer was like, oh yeah, I had too much juice because like I kind of felt bloated afterwards. Yeah. But. I'm like, well, if that's my low light, things are like, pretty good for you, Ben. What a day. <laughs> Do you have a day low light today? Uh, just these stupid kids at the mall yeah. taking photos. But, I mean, I guess it was too hot outside. I, I'll deal. Yeah. I, you know. So the low, low point is the kids. But it's not that much of a Even it didn't point. even really affect me. No? I just, that's your main I'm low just point? I'm just like... No, the kids didn't bother me. The, oh. the 20-somethings in line to get their photo taken. I'm like, you're idiots, <laughs> but whatever. Right. I'll deal. Mine was, I felt, I was annoyed for running late. I felt bad about it. It was my low light. I appreciate that. At least you th- considered the guilt. I did. It was bad. I didn't like it. Anyway, I... Four out of ten. May I not recommend guilt? <laughs> I, uh, I got myself some McNuggets. Mm. And I mentioned in, in passing that there's only a few different shapes of McNugget. It's not just like... That blew my mind. I yeah. thought they just came out how they came out. Well, that's... Uh, most chicken nuggets, that's the way that they go. It's just like, here's a random shape piece of chicken. Right. We'll put some we'll put, batter over it. Exactly. Oh, I thought at least if they were being gross and melting it down, they just blopped out in random shapes. Yeah, know? so I don't know how McDonald's like go about it. Like, they'd made a few videos like a year or two ago about like because there was all the rumors about the pink slime that went into their chicken and stuff and so they were like no no this isn't how we make it but however they make it it's still gross it's almost like they've got cookie cutter shapes that they kind of fill that blows my goddamn mind and they try to like you know have enough of them so when you just eat a six pack it doesn't seem like oh hey i'm eating the same shape six times that just blows my mind my mind like i'm i can't believe it that there's only like six shapes of there's only actually four. Four yeah. shapes. That blows my mind. I mean, like, since the six-pack is the standard McNuggets pack, you would think they would have One gone... of each for six. Yeah, but I guess then that also requires them to specifically separate them in the... Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> when they're putting them together in the one box. Right, they're not going to that level of effort when you're paying, like, you know, a 14-year-old to serve up your McNuggets. This is true. But I've got, I've got the shapes here. There's the bone, which I think is also known as the bow tie. Okay. The bell, the ball, and the boot. And so the, I think the boot that is... That sounds like a great novel that I would read. <laughs> the bell, the ball, and the boot. I'd I watch mean, that. All right. Would you watch that if it came up on Netflix? It, it feels like one of those, like the diving bell and the butterfly right? type. Very like pretentious titles. Oh, really? I was thinking it was probably a Christmas film. <laughs> like the bell, the ball, and the boot. Okay. I don't know. It just felt like a Christmassy film. Like, you're right. It could be like the pretentious direction. Like, yeah, the diving bell one. Yeah. Could also be a Christmas film. Or it could just be like one of those twisted fairy tale kind of ones. Like a re... Like, what am I trying to say? You know, like, what's that show that's on? You know. <laughs> the news. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know where it's like Hans Christian Andersen, but it's all like twisted fairy tales in this one random town? I mean, I know the type of show. I don't know specifically. That's how I imagine the bell, the ball, and the, what is it, the boot? Mm-hmm. The, the belt? That's what it would be. It would be like a twisted fairy tale kind sure, of show. Sure, sure. What is that show called that's going to annoy me? <laughs> I know what I was going to say. Red Riding Hood and the Spider is what I was going to say. What's that? Um, I think it's Red Riding Hood and the Huntsman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth keeping in this show. But how funny is it when your brain does that? <laughs> yeah, totally different fairy tale. Yeah. Is it Red Riding Hood and the Huntsman? 
It's Snow White and the Huntsman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Snow White and the Spider is what came to mind. <laughs> and I thought that for a long time when I saw the Snow White and the Huntsman post. I was like, I'm not seeing that. And it only became apparent later. That it was like Chris Hensworth, yeah. not a arachnid. <laughs> we should rewrite that movie. <laughs> what do you think Snow White and the Spider would be? Did you see Snow White and the Huntsman? No, I saw the first one. I didn't see that one. Did you? Yeah, it was all right. What is it? I don't know it's just, about these movies. It's just snow. So like... Because <laughs> the Huntsman's from Red Riding Hood. Well, it's like <laughs> a woodsman. Like he might be in both fairy tales. Like there's oh. a big bad wolf in like multiple fairy tales. Sure, for example, okay. Like Red Riding Hood and, and the, the Three, three Little Pigs. pigs. Okay. So here's what happened, right? Right. Snow White and the Huntsman is the first film. So I have seen that one. Yeah. All right. Well, what happens? It's basically the tale of Snow White, but the thing about... Where does the huntsman get involved? Like, he's her love interest or he saves the day, whatever. <laughs> so, if he were to be replaced by a spider, how would that movie go? I mean, it would maybe be some bestiality involved. <laughs> no, the funny, thing, the funny thing about that movie, like, specifically, you're talking about the sequel. So, Kristen Stewart is Snow White in the first movie. Okay. She slept with the director. Yes. And so they made the sequel without either of them. Really? The director or Snow White? Yeah. That's weird. They're like, we can't have these two together anymore. The Huntsman. It's The Huntsman Winter's War as the sequel. Oh. And it's uh, not got very favorable reviews. That's weird. Was Hemsworth in it? Yeah. He's the only returning character. Or maybe like, I guess like Charlize Theron is in it. She might have. Yeah. I think she was like the villain in the first film. I need to see this film. Is it worth seeing? Snow White and Huntsman? It was okay. The yeah. thing I didn't like about it is it's got all the dwarves, like the seven dwarves, right. right? But they wanted to get, I guess, big name actors to play them all. Like Nick Frost is in it mm-hmm. and uh, Ian McShane, for example. Mm-hmm. They're like all the dwarves. But this is like the prime movie for little people. Like if you're going right, to be... actual little people yeah, to be in. If yeah. you're casting a, like a, a movie with seven little people in it, all the little people in Hollywood must be like, fuck yes, my time to shine. Yeah, right. The, all the actors that are trying yeah. to get it. Yeah, true. It's like if you just had a disabled character and you're like, oh, we'll just put like Leo DiCaprio in a wheelchair. It's yeah. like, fuck. And so like, <laughs> yeah, it's like now the technology is good enough that we can just CGI them small. <laughs> oh, that's And the, the, like, you know, the Peter Dinklage's of the world right. that are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, this is my role. Like, do you know how many... Are you going to CGI me big? Uh, yeah, right. Other roles? That's what they should do. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get... You're going to pay, like, $100 million to get Ian McShane, like, three feet tall. <laughs> do the same and make me Maybe seven feet. Right. Because I'm a great actor and yeah. I'm worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, like, an example of Hollywood going, like... Out of their way to not be inclusive. Basically. You know what? We don't want diversity. Yeah. And we will throw money at that. <laughs> it's like It's like... The power's gone to your head at that point, yeah, I think. Indeed. Um, anyway. Sorry, back to the nuggets. <laughs> uh, there's not much more to say, but <laughs> okay. here's a photo of all the different shapes. That's so the, weird. I think the boot is like the most None iconic. The, yeah, the others are not as... like They've gone nondescript, which I think is appropriate because I would not pick those out. I think if you saw the bell in person, like this photo is maybe not the best. In person. <laughs> you would be like, oh yeah, that's a McNugget. Like that's... I think the bell is iconic. The bell and the boot are like kind of the ones that are the most like unusual shaped. I think the bell to me is McNuggett. Boot, I would be like, that's a misshapen one. But then like that makes it seem authentic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think to me, if I would expect six bells, 
that's what McNuggets are in my mind. <laughs> and the others seem misshapen and make it authentic. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't know what's involved in making McNuggets, but the fact that that There's is even possible. Four shapes? Yeah. It's so weird. It's like it's purposefully random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Well done, McDonald's. You've got me again. <laughs> well, the other thing that came up during that McDonald's trip. Yes. You let a little something-something drop that I thought has to be brought up on the podcast. Oh, did I? And I think this starts a new, possibly recurring segment. Right. A segment I like to call, what's in the passenger seat of Vicky's car? <laughs> a lot of trash at the moment. I've got to take that out when I get home. I feel like there's a little something else that you might be overlooking. Yeah, okay. So for since Halloween, so when's that? <laughs> like October 30 A month and a half ago Yeah Since October 30 I've been driving Driving around With a portable air conditioner In the passenger seat of my car You say portable It is Well I'm semi-portable It's like Human size right Like it's Oh It's little person sized <laughs> It is Okay It's probably It's the same as yours The one you've got in the living room Yeah so it's like I don't know Three feet Yeah at least like A cubic meter of air conditioner Yes in the passenger, it looks like a person. And at the moment, because the other day I had samba, uh, I was doing samba classes and I got really sweaty. So I took my bra off to drive home because it was too sweaty. Um, so now it's wearing a bra. What do you mean it was too sweaty to drive home? It was just gross. It was like getting clammy against me. This is another <laughs> unexpected element. Is Every it? time I talk to Vicky, things get weirder. This is that weird? Like, it's not my jocks. Well, like, I mean, I don't... You know when you're cooling down and so is the sweat on your clothes? You sure? It's just gross. I mean, I'm not denying that, but I guess, like, I don't have bra-removing experience to... It was an unprecedented move, but I One you stand by. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I took it off and, then, yeah, so the air conditioner's wearing a bra at the moment. The fact that... I actually just put it on the passenger seat, which mm-hmm. is where the air conditioner is and then it was kind of skew if like next to it and I was like that's actually pretty funny so I put the bra on it I was like you actually like tied it to it no it just oh, okay. sits on it <laughs> it was originally just kind of hanging in a random spot and sure. I was like looked over I was like that's hilarious so I kind of like hooked it <laughs> like it's got it on yeah so it's been there for about two months well let's not gloss it. over this like right. you say it like it's so normal well I just have uh, it's laziness yeah that's what it is <laughs> but Okay, someone gave you an air conditioner. And I'm thankful for that. What I think the acceptable time frame that you can cart this around. A week. It, no, it's like what? two days max. Really? I would you, have said at least a week. You take it home and just say, okay, you're like, you had a big day. Maybe you've got to wait till a friend can help you out. You're right. just too exhausted to move it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But then you have to like drive it to work or whatever the next day <laughs> that you're doing. That's a ridiculous scenario. Yeah, I've been driving it around. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> So then you come back the next day and you're like, all right, I've got to get this out of my car. Right. Because if nothing else, it's taking up a lot of room. Well, there's nothing else for me to put there. Okay, so twice I've had to drive people around and had to sit in the back. Uh, That's two times that (laughs) it would have been convenient for it to not be in your passenger seat. Indeed. And so... It's getting long in the tooth. I had plans to do it tonight. Now I doubt I actually will, to be honest. Oh, we're going to be talking about this next week. No, I I reckon it'll be out by next week. So, I just have to think of where to put it in the apartment. And that's the part that takes mental energy that I don't have. Well, why did someone give you an air conditioner? Because I want an air conditioner. Yeah, but if you don't have room for it. Yeah. Well, they were giving, giving it away for free. They're like, it's literally going on the curb or to you. And it's f- fully functioning. And I was like, I need an air conditioner. It gets blazing hot in my apartment. So this is the second part of my argument. 
there's been heat waves. Yeah, it's in getting the last warm. month. In fact, today would be prime air conditioning use. I want it. I want it to fit in my apartment. I just need to work out the logistics. But why don't you just work that out? <laughs> because it takes mental energy. But and like if I you had a cool, up. refreshing bedroom, <laughs> that might give you some of that mental energy. Maybe so. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping well. It's warm. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's going to take moving stuff around and I'm not keen. So this is the other thing. Right. I'm like, why don't you get one of those uh, trolleys? Like, because Vicky was complaining. There's, you know, there hasn't it's heavy. been. heavy. It's hard to get someone to come out and do it for me. Yeah. I'm often home late at night. And I'm like, yeah, all you need is like one of the trolleys to carry stuff. Yeah, hand truck. Like, You've got one. Yeah, I've got one. Just use that. <laughs> you've all got, right, okay. And you've got friends that like live nearby. Like surely someone is like willing to help There's you There's plenty out. of people who could help me. I just... I don't know. Again, I, at the moment, use up so men- much mental energy on my job that I don't use my brain anywhere else. Your dad, like, lives with you. Surely he can use his brain to, like, <laughs> help you out and he can then benefit from a nice, refreshing breeze that will be wafting through the apartment. All right, point taken. I'm, I'll probably not today. Maybe tomorrow. When you got a bra or a, across it, does yeah, it that's allow you to use the uh, carpool lane? Oh, I should. I should. That is the added like security bonus because I often am walking to my car late at night that it does look like someone's sitting in it waiting for me. Yeah, you're lucky you don't have like an amazing car that people are going to like break into <laughs> or something because that's like a prized possession. Is it? A free air conditioner. <laughs> that's a couple hundred bucks right there. It's like, it's not exactly uh, subtle. Like if no, I've got... It's not subtle. You know, like a computer or something on the passenger side seat. I'm like, oh, I've got to get back to this before someone like wanders no past. No going to walk off with my air conditioner. It's way too heavy. They'd have to bring a hand truck and that takes planning. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I have been Vicky. I have been Ben. And you've been listening to Insane Ramblings. Please do rate and review us on iTunes. I am aware that everybody says that at the end of their podcast, but that is just because it's the best way to help us out. Well, what we don't say is subscribe and donate to a Patreon. So, I mean, <laughs> you've already cut out like half the preamble there. That's so true. We don't have a Patreon. Was it called a a preamble if it's the end it's gonna no. be like a post amble is that a thing <laughs> it's just an amble yeah we cut out half the amble so what are you complaining about Ugh. and uh, feel free to email me ben at insaneramblings.net you can reach me vicky at insaneramblings.net podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us and of course you can go on our facebook facebook.com slash insaneramblings um, you get a bunch of short clips from the show teasers photos uh, direct access to message us and uh, it's really great if you can get your friends into the show by sharing some of those clips on your own timeline or just start uh, picking out an episode for them to listen to. Always see boat. This is the Kirsty Experiment. I'm your host, Ben, and this is my sister, Kirsty, who goes on uh, a lot of dates and tells us about them. She's in Italy in a special international Skype edition. Buongiorno, come stai? <laughs> Why, 10 years on, are we still making this fucking show? <laughs> the age-old question. Oh, I mean, it's so fun to listen to, and it's going to be great when I'm old, and I'm just like, oh... What a wild one. <laughs> but also, you know, in, it's fun to recount the stories, but I have to live them also. 
Yeah, there is that first step that makes it difficult. So just, I just want the listeners to keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that in mind, who's next on the hit list? Okay, next is actually my first Italian date. I think Ooh. I'd been here like a month and this was during the heat wave. So in some parts of Italy, it was it was like 49 degrees. It wow. was absolutely bonkers. Here, it was like between 38 and 40 degrees every day for about two weeks. It was hell. So picture that. It had been 38 degrees for about a week at this stage. Everyone's starting to lose their minds. And um, I, I went on this date with who we'll, <laughs> we'll refer to as Stinky Sweaty Man. And look. I mean, it sounds good. I, like, I don't know what could have gone wrong with that lead-in. It, look, it was difficult not to be stinky and sweaty at that time, right? Like, I get it. Everyone was because it was a heat wave. Everyone was. Yeah. Everyone was angry and hot and sweaty all the time. But this guy took it to the next level. So he, I was introduced to him by a friend in Australia. He'd actually lived with her for a while when he was living in Australia. He lived in Australia for a while. So again, I was like, okay, well, this is an Italian man who has lived in Australia. So he knows kind of, well, at least he knows what an Australian woman is like, because often you'll meet some people here guys here and they think foreign girls are just like super easy because like especially Americans, Germans and Australians because we're like we're like bubbly and happy and we talk to people and we laugh. But is it also because like the the majority of people that they meet from those countries are only in town for like a few weeks and so Yeah, probably as well. And also Italian girls don't don't flirt. It's like they just they're very quiet. Mm-hmm. It's like you wait like your whole life just for somebody to come up and talk to you and then that like they're your boyfriend and you get married. So <laughs> it's just like it's very culturally different. I find like people think I'm really like aggressive and forward here. They're either terrified of me or like in awe. They're like, how do you <laughs> do that? <laughs> it's true. It's very different. And you're like, what? Well, I just talked to someone. I mean, people are afraid of me in Melbourne too, but here it's like it's, it's very, it's more extreme. It's more noticeable all right. because like people just don't, don't put themselves out there at all. Whereas if I like someone, I'm just like, Hey, you know, want to buy me a drink okay. or like go on a date or like, I won't just wait for somebody like to stare at me from across the bar for three years and then finally ask me out, you know, yeah. I have time for that shit. Um, so stinky sweaty man got introduced to him, uh, through a friend on Instagram and I was excited because, yeah, he'd lived in Australia for a while and I knew he'd travelled and whatever. So he was, you know, obviously willing to explore. He looked kind of cute on Instagram. But this is the other thing you have to realise. You don't do dating apps, so maybe you haven't noticed this world. But it's, you know, it's the whole thing of put it, projecting an image of yourself, the best image of yourself to the world on social media and Tinder and Instagram and everything. So often when you meet someone, they look absolutely nothing like their picture and the problem is you like you always forget this or you're always hopeful that maybe this one will actually look like his picture yeah and they're either like way fatter or way shorter or just just like super ugly and (laughs) it sounds so bad but you know it's because I'm like not a superficial person 
I love ugly boys, but <laughs> it's I do. I love an ugly man, but it's like it just like kind of feels like you've been lied to, like right yeah, off the of bat. Right. It's like You'd you're think... lying to me before you we've even started our relationship. So I don't trust you. It's kind of like that's that's that kind of betrayal. Like I get. I get the TV show Catfish for that reason. It's like it's a, they're always like, oh, but you know, my personality is still the same. It's like, yeah, but you're a liar. Yeah. Like you started off being a liar. Anyway, whatever. Maybe I'm just a superficial asshole. Anyway, so I met Stinky Sweaty Man. I'm all excited because my friend knows him. She's vouching for him, saying he's nice and he's fun and whatever. And um, my friend V, who lives next door and brought like kind of brought me to Italy. She felt like it was a bit dodgy. Like he was a bit of a, he was, I hate to say, he was, he was not going to be good enough because I was like, okay, well you can pick me up. Right. Cause I don't have a car. I've just moved here. I've been here a month. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I can't pick you up. I'll be riding my bike. Like he doesn't like didn't have, have, didn't have a car or something. Like you're Italian. You live here. You don't have a car. When you say bike, is he talking like motorbike or just push bike or? Push bike. Okay. So it's a 40 degree day. I get, I get dressed up cause my first date in months and I'm looking good and I have to take a bus. I have to take a bus for an hour because like I, this is a, we were meeting like 20 minutes away, but I have to take a bus. So it took me fucking forever to Modena. And, um, I'm in this town that I didn't really know. He, we meet up and I'm just like, Oh, because he's ridden his bike there, which wasn't even his bike. I found out later. He <laughs> borrowed someone. <laughs> he borrowed someone's push bike to meet me. He is covered in sweat. He's wearing like one of those basketball jersey things. Yeah. So like he, he is like the hairiest weedy man I've ever seen. So all his hair is like stuck to his body in sweat. He hugs me and I'm like wet with sweat. Oh my god. He smelled so bad. Like it, you know when you like when it's really like wet sweat, it doesn't really smell. It's just, you know, water essentially. Yeah. But he smelled bad. Somehow he had both the smell and the sweat. Yeah. It was like how long have you been riding for? And, and I was a bit late. So he was like, Oh, I just rode around for a while. Oh waiting for you. I'm like, I, I can tell yeah. like, you should have found a shady spot or like yeah. sat and got a cold drink somewhere air conditioned. This is outrageous. And anyway, he's like, I'll buy you an ice cream. It's like, okay, at least I can get an ice cream out of it. So we went and got an ice cream and that was like all he spent money on that day. So he, he had decided like, I don't know, a week earlier that he was going to stop drinking, which meant that like he wasn't taking me to a restaurant. We didn't get lunch. We didn't even get drinks. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. We went to like a, a little shop, like a Seven Eleven, like a little, one of those little stores, bought a giant bottle of water and, sat in a park in underneath the, like not even under a tree. We were in like underneath the scorching sun drinking, sharing one giant bottle of water. (laughs) How do you always end up in a random park? (laughs) I end up in parks, but usually I'm drinking wine. What the fuck? Yeah. Somehow you found a (laughs) level below the park wine experience. 
come on it is a hundred degrees take me to a fucking restaurant you can order water and i don't know buy me a sprite like i am literally sweating out of every pore and you smell bad and this is just a disaster and it was so bad so i and did you like say like did he seem like this was all normal like we're just going to go to a park and drink water yes yes this was normal for him. This was what he did. This was his life. I, mean, I, was, I was shocked. And this, oh, just to rub salt in the wound, I'm sitting here with this man that's melting next to me. <laughs> and there's this gorgeous man. Because we're in like a fucking oval park, there's this gorgeous man running laps around me like the entire time. And I'm just like, no, wait. Come back. Come back. Every time he ran past and he's like giving me like the sexy eye and I'm just like, please help me. <laughs> and then she ran away and never came back. And sure. I had to do the same thing. I waited it out as long as I could. That was a non-offensive time, but I could have left the moment I, I got there. I was just like, this is just, this is not on. So you didn't like ever tell him like, this is the reason that I'm not going to see you again. No, because he kind of started to be like a bit of a dick after a while. So I was just like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out. So I'm like, he, I was actually glad he started to be offensive because I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go, yeah. and I don't think we should see each other again. And I just walked away. But there were so many reasons that I could have left. It was just, it was just one thing after the other of me just being like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I had to get, get the bus home again. Like, you know, he's a, like talking to his friends. It's like, she didn't appreciate my park water. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> oh, that was my first date here. So yeah, I took a break from, from dating for a while after that. I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> there you go. There's stinky sweaty man. Well, thank you. That's uh, another just episode in the life of Kirsten. And uh, I can't wait to hear more. Thank you. You're welcome. It's in ramblings.